Hello and welcome. My name is Temp. Hello and also welcome. My name is Dante. Hello and also welcome. My name is Herfy Durfy. And this is Go Mode, a link to the past randomizer podcast. I really enjoyed that was so weird. I really enjoyed having you guys like get to participate a little bit more when you said your names, just even just like the extra words of hello and welcome. How did it feel for you guys? Uh, kind of weird, to be honest. Yeah. Mm. It, it felt like no. I was actually temp. Like it felt <laughs> like I was editing the episode and everything. Did you feel like you were overstaying your welcome or like, did you feel uncomfortable in that way or? I always feel uncomfortable. That's my secret. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man! Well, you're certainly welcome here every, every other week, Dante. And I guess all the other times too, you know, in discord and whatnot, but um, you know, we're always happy to hear your voice, happy to hear both your voices. Uh, And I wanted to thank you for sitting down for your portrait uh, for our Patreon banner. The other day um, so so that we'd have some nice fresh art for our new patrons shout outs to all of you and thank you so much for those of you who have jumped on the uh, patreon train uh, but we got some fresh new artwork uh, that we worked very hard on uh, kind of up until the very last minute uh, to to you know as a way to just kind of make it make it a little special and um, it took a lot of work but I think we finally got to a place where I think it looks pretty good I, I'm happy with it did we actually do the work? <laughs> well, it depends on what you mean by we, because I did a lot of work and the artist did a lot of work. Um, and now I would say you guys did work, too. But in you know, terms of quality, we, we did a lot control. of work criticizing it. <laughs> they, yeah, they gave a lot of direction and notes. <laughs> a lot of and, then went, yeah, and then I went. Yeah. And then I went into <laughs> no, it was all wanted. Um, but yeah, we I, I contacted an artist uh, who does like children's illustrations, basically, and told her what uh, we wanted. And she was like, this is kind of strange, but OK, here you go. And she gave us exactly what she said she was going to. Did she actually say then, it was strange? Um, she said, I think she the, what did she say, like unusual or something. I got to remember her exact. I mean, if word, you have she no idea where like a if you have no idea about Link to the Past and B, if you have no idea about Discord avatars or where everything is coming from, you're drawing a picture of a random old man that you've never <laughs> seen before. A giraffe with a crown on its head for some reason and a pug sitting in a bar together drinking beer i think <laughs> any artist will be like that's very specific and unusual but sure yeah she said thanks for contacting me that's an interesting thing to draw that was mm-hmm. how she started her message nice. back. but but she you know she gave us exactly what we asked for but then after that we had to make some more kind of like style changes change the color of some things um you know, make it look a little bit more like IR Avatars, but also kind of less at the same time. But I think we finally got to a place where, um, you know, I we've gotten a few compliments on it and uh, I think it, it does its job well. We probably will. I think ideally what we'd like to do is kind of take that scene and have someone actually hand draw it, you know, from scratch, maybe somebody in the community ideally and and like really take some time on it we kind of had to rush this one to get it out in time um but you know it's doing its job for now and uh, i guess also consider this an open call to any artist in the community if you have a you know interest in doing this uh contact me directly and we'll we'll talk about it so if you're too scared to contact him then contact herfy durfy at twitch.tv slash herfy durfy he's much nicer good luck luck finding me there (laughs) (laughs) 
Uh, speaking of Patreons, uh, that leads us very cleanly into our first news item of this episode, and that is the announcement that the ALTTPR devs have formed an LLC and also have started a Patreon themselves. Um, so uh, to just kind of set this up quickly, a little bit uh, kind of insider information, we were aware of them launching their Patreon. And when we recorded our last episode, we actually referenced their Patreon and talking about starting ours, but uh, it had not been announced yet at the point where we were getting ready to publish the episode and Synac graciously uh, delayed the launch. It was going to launch like literally four hours before ours was. And I was, I reached out and I was like, is there any way if you could delay just a little bit? Uh, and he, he graciously uh, accepted and, and did just that. And so we got to have, you know, a little bit of a time in the sun to say, Hey, we got a Patreon. And then, and then there's, there's came along. Um, but, uh, it was, uh, well, I guess we can talk a little bit about, you know, the actual news itself, but I just wanted to set that up. Um, we kind of talked about it already and we edited it out. So we're kind of talking about it again. Um, so it feels like kind of deja vu to us, but it's the first time you're hearing this. Yeah, we got to do so, it with spirit. Um, yeah. So Dante, uh, with spirit, tell us, uh, tell us again, uh, or for the first time for our audience, uh, what, what this is all about, why this was being done. Uh, so yeah, they're transferring ALTTPR.com and Goonies2R.com. Uh, as well as the ALTTP randomizer Twitch channels over to that LLC. Um, making that's kind of just a smart move. I think, you know, right now it's just one person or it had been one person. Uh, you know, them having a Patreon, I think is a great, <clears throat> I think it's a great thing to have people to have a way to donate money to them if they want to support. I mean, for, for the longest time I've been a sub of VTorps on Twitch just because I don't really know of any way to support rando uh except maybe that so um i think this is another good like alternative that's kind of front facing uh for the community as a whole versus like saying hey go sub to this one twitch streamer because that that just that that can that there's a reason why they probably haven't said that uh, i guess it may could just sound bad you know boost my <laughs> numbers on twitch ha or, or something i don't know but but yeah i think uh i think they're gonna have a lot of support with it um and uh yeah it should be really good for them yeah they've already had quite a bit of uh support for it and i think that's yeah that kind of matches my sentiments exactly it's great that there's there's an official way to show your support now and it's just something that a lot of uh people who volunteer their time are doing and uh it makes perfect sense and it seems like it's gone well the the formation of the llc i guess was was about um just making sure I, I remember something in the announcement also about uh, staffing, being able to set up actual titles for some of these volunteers so that, you know, now they have a part time job and they're paid a, a paycheck instead of, you know, donated funds whenever, you know, they happen to be available or, you know, I don't know how their arrangement worked out before, but now they have kind of a more official way to pay people for their time, which I think is also very good. Yeah. So we have a crowd control race coming up on the horizon. Uh, I'm calling Battle of the Pugs. I'm sure I'm not the only one who's come up with that name because it's pretty blatant. But uh, the reason that it's being called that is because this is going to be a crowd control race between our very own Dante and Andy of, um, well, ALTTPR fame. <laughs> he's he's very uh, he's one of the highest viewed 
a link to the past randomizer streams out there. I think it's safe to say so. The two of you will be racing, and this is going to be happening on Speed Gaming September 25th, which is a Saturday, 6 p.m. Eastern. And the funds go directly to increase the prize pot for STL 2021 for the ALTTPR tournament. Um, so, Dante, are you getting excited for this? Yeah, it should be a lot of fun. I um, I know in like in the admin chat, we had been talking about like, you know, other groups were doing crowd control races to try to raise money. And I'm like, we should, you know, her said something about we could get somebody to do it. And I was like, yeah, I should. Uh, I could I could volunteer myself to do that since I'm not running like and I can't run in the tournament or whatever. So I uh, instantly went to who can draw the biggest numbers in rando. <laughs> so, I, so I messaged Andy uh, and he, he said he was cool with it. So um, we've got it on the schedule. Uh, I guess this is probably the first like public mention of it. And I'll probably try to get some people to plug it Twitter and some other stuff just to, you know, just to see if people want to have some fun tormenting us and in- help increase that ALTTPR prize pot for whoever's going to end up winning speed gaming live. Um, speaking of that, uh, this yeah, is a perfect segue. Quick before, real yeah. quick before you uh, start plugging the other thing that you want to plug, which I'm all for. Uh, I just want to really quickly say uh, as an uh, as a staff member for SGL 2021, a big shout out to Andy, who uh, apparently forgot all of his winnings that he had on Metrino oh, yeah. so far, oh. <laughs> which then made him realize why not give back to the community and he donated all of his Maturino winnings back into the prize pool for ALTTPR this year, wow. which was around 1500 bucks, I want to say. Yeah. So uh, quite the amount of money. And uh, yeah, big shout out for that. I mean, yeah, he, he stands a good chance of getting most of that back himself, <laughs> but uh, still. Shout outs to the Mario That's Maker incredible. 2 community in 2019. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, if you want some easy money, just take a, a time machine back to SCL 2019 and join the Mario Maker 2 tournament. Yep. You probably would beat me, <laughs> but you, you weren't there and you didn't. So I got $300 instead. Got him. <laughs> got him. But yeah, Andy yep. was pretty cool about that. I thought like it was kind of funny hearing him talk to some folks and say like, I just totally forgot this money existed here. <laughs> so, awesome. you know, it's almost two years old. But yeah, I'm, gl- I'm glad you brought that up, Herf. That's actually really awesome. And then now he's getting tormented again um, doing this. So should be a good time. But on that topic of Speed Gaming Live, this is where I'm going to plug this. Uh, the qualifiers are going to kick off. Uh, this this episode's coming out the day before qualifiers begin. 15 of them starting on September 16th. I believe the first one's at 2 p.m. It's going to be a good time uh, with that SGL preset setting, the casual boots modified hard mode uh, that we've discussed here on the podcast. Um, should be a good time. Me and Herf going to be watching from the sidelines and, uh, you know, do, doing the admin thing. Herf's trying to teach mm-hmm. me how to admin a real tournament instead of, you know, <laughs> the league. But uh, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm doing my best. <laughs> yeah, I think, um, I think we've done pretty well so far. Yeah, I wanted uh, would one of you be willing to talk about the kind of gimmick they're doing with the ending text once you finish oh, yeah, each qualifier? Sure. So um, um, go ahead. Cynic has essentially mentioned to us before all of this started that uh, Khan has made it possible to inject different texts into the game. I'm not sure which of them they include, but I know for sure that they're uh, they include the Triforce text at the end of the game. So uh, 
Cynic asked Fiesel if it would be possible to set up a shop item to sell custom Triforce text for the end of the game uh, for a certain amount of money that goes into the prize pool of the tournament. I think actually they're going into the prize pool for next year's tournament. They are. Uh, I'm, they are. Yeah. I'm not quite sure why they set it up this way, but uh, I, I guess Fiesel wanted to do it that way. So uh, they're already going into the prize pool for, for uh, ALTTPR for 2022. Which, uh, by the way, I mean, we're, we're talking about a lot of stuff. Maybe we can talk about this in more depth in the next episode or something. But uh, if you go to that Maturino page where you can buy a Triforce Texas or where you could buy, all the ones that we've sold for the qualifiers coming up are already sold out. Uh, and I got a little preview of them. And I think Dante did too, right? Yeah, I got a preview of the the text since they're in the admin channel. And they're, they're going to yeah. be really good. We're not going to spoil them, but nope. they're... They're pretty funny. Some of them are are funny. Some are just really cool. Um, yeah. It, it, yeah. Make sure you watch the qualifiers and watch like the exactly. restreams. Uh, yeah. So there's going to be uh, a different Triforce text, a different custom Triforce text, I should say, for uh, for every qualifier. And then once the the top thirty two brackets start, I believe. So once the actual SGL live event starts. Uh, Cynic is going to put another bunch of uh, Triforce text up for sale so people can buy their Triforce text probably up until the final game, which, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll see about how all that works. So you guys are not participating uh, because you're running the tournament. Is that the idea? That's clearly yeah, why Herfie Durfee's not participating in the qualifiers. <laughs> right. Otherwise, he'd be all over it, of course. So yeah. uh, in the uh, the original event, let's call it that, in 2019, when it was still uh, alive and in person, uh, it was an actual rule that admins couldn't participate just because... We had to do a lot of admin shifts where we couldn't play for like four hour blocks at a time. Mm. And uh, we got to create the seeds. So that would have been like an unfair advantage and stuff like that. So that's why we couldn't play. And for last year, the rule kind of sort of stuck around. It was more of an unwritten rule in a way. Mm. And it seems like this year it's kind of up to your own sense of like your own Dignity. moral compass or mm. was or something I get, I guess, mm-hmm. you know, uh, if you want to join or not, because I know there's a couple of other admins for tournaments, at least on the tournament admin level, uh, that are playing in their respective tournament, I think. Uh, so it doesn't seem to be like a straight up rule where you absolutely can't. Uh, I think staff can't. I think they just can't because they're getting paid for, you know, working the tournament and then sure. also being able to win money would just not be all right. Just like how you can't participate in a lottery when you're like part of it or something, you know? Right. Yeah. So yeah, I, I know Steph can. I'm, I'm not sure about the tournament admins. I know there's a few that I think are participating in their respective tournaments. Gotcha. I mean, it makes perfect sense for an admin to not be able to participate in the tournament they're administrating, but it has been sort of, it's kind of been the precedent in the past for Link to the Past randomizer tournaments, the online ones at least, that um, you could participate. And I believe uh, the reasoning I heard was just like, hey, we worked really hard on this and we want to join, you know, we want to be mm-hmm. a part of it. Um you know, so I think it deserves mentioning that, like, you know, it's not actually a rule, but it's just uh, kind of where where uh, Fiesel has has landed on that. 
and the way that you guys are carrying it out. Yeah, sort of. I mean, it's I, I'm not sure that Feasel even really cares all that much about it, except for the staff part, because I think he could actually get in some sort of legal trouble if he if you let people like me or I don't know, Miss Metroid or whoever, Adirondack Rick, who we had on before, if he let them play in the tournaments, that <laughs> might be a problem. Mm-hmm. Um. Cool. Okay. Well, you guys continue to keep us updated on STL stuff. Look out for that custom Triforce text. Um, there might be one that looks a little bit familiar. That's all I'll say. I haven't seen the full list, but there's one that I know for a fact exactly what it says. So <laughs> I wonder what that could mean. <laughs> Uh, all right, moving on. So there's been a lot of news regarding ALTTPR League season four uh, on the day of this recording, uh, which is Sunday, the 12th. Uh, just a few hours ago was the reveal stream. That was Sunday, September 12th at noon EDT. Um, I missed it because I was driving. Um, so I haven't had a chance to watch work, but I assume you guys are usually like pretty up on this kind of stuff. I, I'm hoping one of you caught it. Yeah, I, uh-huh. I called it. I was <laughs> talking in it, uh, so I I called it. Uh, but but no, it was it was a good event. Um, we got every all the uh, I, that that's that's leave that in. Don't even edit that okay. out. Okay. Um, we we got everything uh, announced. We you know fear Drossy and myself talked about a lot of stuff. Kind of made some on the fly picks. Uh, Sixty four open league teams, thirty two invitational league teams. We got ninety six teams. It's ridiculous. Uh, you've heard that before already. Um, but yeah, uh, go go check out the VOD. Twitch.tv Speed Gaming uh, is where we had that at if you missed it. Also, uh, another thing we plugged there that we do want to plug here. Uh, the league is going to some of the mods or Lumaga uh, and uh, a couple of volunteers. We have uh, Jossum Sauce, Spy and Hammer. Uh, they worked with Lumaga and uh, the admins to... I've been kind of hands off with this like a hundred percent. So this is all them. I can't take any credit for it, but it's kind of a, a pick them thing uh, where it's a weekly event where you get to pick the winners of each invitational matchup to gain points for every correct guess. Um, it's pretty simple. You enter your name, you pick the winners of the team for the com- the teams for the coming week. Uh, you're picking by series and not by individual game. So basically uh, if the choices are to pick, if a team sweeps, if they split, uh, or the other team sweeps, uh, kind of goes hand in hand. Um, mm-hmm. only your first entry for that week will be accepted and you must have your picks in by the evening. The next league league week begins. Uh, you'll basically be submitting during league one during league week one <laughs> for week mm-hmm. two, um, and so on and so forth. There's going to be a weekly leaderboard going to have some bragging rights. Um, I think this is so much better than the Ganon's Tower big key guessing game. <laughs> I don't know if it's better than fantasy, but it's definitely mm. easier to maintain than fantasy. So I, I like this idea a lot. Absolutely. Yeah, that was a lot of work. It was super fun, but it was also a lot of work to keep up with as the, uh, you know, commissioner of a league. It was, it was a lot of work, you know, up to update every week. This seems much, much simpler uh, much easier. And it's actually interesting that you're not picking uh, who's going to win. You're picking, are they going to each win one or is one team going to win both of them? Um, which I didn't fully realize until we were kind of looking at this. Um, yeah, that's an interesting way to go about this. I don't think I've seen that before. 
but I'm admittedly not too familiar with stuff like this. Like I've known about fantasy stuff, but more from cultural osmosis on the internet than from ever really engaging with it myself. Mm-hmm. Because I just don't think things like this are uh, really a thing here. Are, are pickums uh, a generally known term over there? I, it sounds vaguely familiar. I'm sure there are like sports fans that are just like rolling their eyes so hard <laughs> listening to this right now because we are just like idiots yeah. and don't know what we're talking about. It sounds like a familiar phrase, but I, I also it's it's not something I've messed with okay. either. I don't do a lot of sports betting, basically. Yeah, fair enough. I mean, I don't either, so I don't feel too bad about this. I just, you know, I feel like the fantasy league stuff is more common with, uh, I guess it's probably a thing here too with soccer or something, and I just don't Mm. give a crap about any sports. (laughs) I think that's the problem. Yeah, no, that, that tracks. Um, cool. So yeah, huge shout outs to Lumaga and Lumaga also wanted to say thanks to spy for initially floating the idea. I'm sure in some discord server somewhere. And you know, that tends to usually be the case is one person's just kind of pontificating. And then another person is like, I will make this a reality, you know, and that's what happened here. So shout outs to both of them. Uh, but especially to Lumaga for making it happen. And, uh, yeah, I might give this a shot. This seems like it could be a fun time. Uh, would it, is there like a qualification to who's allowed to do this or is it just open to the public? I think it's just open. Uh, it's on the, like it's, there's a channel for it in the league discord. It's wide open. Uh, join the league discord if you want to participate in that and keep up with things that are going on. Cool. And then I also have uh, Lumaga has a document here that explains the rules in a little bit more detail. And we will absolutely slap that link down into the description so you can check it out. Get even more details on this thing. All right. And uh, we can't forget about the last little feature that they got here. They've also got a new updated website that displays the past season stats now, which I'm all for. Yeah, I remember it was a um, back in like season two or three or something. We on this show were saying like, oh, would it be cool if you could go back and look at past season stats? Mm-hmm. And um, once again, you know, they they go and they do the things that, you know, we wonder if it would be cool if they did because they're very good developers and designers that, you know, listen to the feedback and, and make, make it happen. So, um, yeah, huge shout outs. I'm sure that was probably T Sigma all over that. If I had to guess. Yep. Yeah. So <laughs> huge shout outs to T Sigma and, uh, and, the the league staff, that's, it's a nice looking website. Very, very orderly. I love it as a, as a uh, amateur statistician. It's very cool. All right. So now, uh, we have to go on to something, I guess a little more serious. Um, as uh, you know, as a show that covers the community of LTTPR, I always feel like it's almost as kind of like a public service announcement. Whenever there is a ban in the community, we should at the very least mention it so people are aware. And unfortunately, uh, the Racing Council has made another decision for another ban. Uh, they have reviewed footage of races uh, of the Boulder 300, and he has been... Um, disqualified from racing on racetime.gg um also ladder which is separate but um has been disqualified from that as well any other official alttpr tournaments um was caught with uh, i guess some pretty pretty convincing um evidence that that he was uh up to no good during races which we do not like so i had raced in this guy a few times i think he helped us restream some matches for the mentor tournament dante raced him in both the uh main tournament and the uh, like smaller goon tournament we've done um so you know we like knew this guy kind of and, and of course it always sucks when when this news comes out but as always i i trust in the uh investigative 
powers of the racing council. And if they say this was happening, I, I don't doubt it for a second. And it's just, it just sucks. You know, it always sucks to see. Yeah. We wanted, we honestly wanted to announce it sooner, but obviously with like our own bylaws to keep us following our own rules, uh, we had to, um, wait a little bit, make sure everyone had the ample amount of allotted time to vote on it. But, uh, you guys probably, most of the community saw, the the cross keys announcement where the admins decided to uh, remove him from the top 16 bracket before, um, <clears throat> you know, before we uh, did, you know, did our Made thing. The yeah. official announcement. Yeah. Right. And uh, uh, that's totally fine. And the latter made their decision as well. It was pretty egregious um, to say the least, but unfor- part of the unfortunate side of things for this, that job or whatever. <laughs> Yeah. Right. Um, and then uh, as kind of an addendum to that, um, shortly after that, I believe, right, Dante, there was an announcement uh, of a second person who was investigated. And you might have seen some people around Discord saying this. It's almost kind of become like this inside joke. So uh, there was another person. Yeah, I'll go ex- ahead. Let me Maybe explain yeah. a couple of things. So and there were sure. some comments in like the racing talk channel of the main Discord we made a comment in the announcement that this was the first time someone had been like, I think the wording said like investigated and was shown innocent Uh, or rather we didn't have any uh, enough evidence to like feel that we should take any action. Um, So we, you know, we, we left it as is and we we put their name as redacted and that's kind of the joke Tim's talking about because there's no point in putting some, someone's name out there uh, and potential and potentially harming their reputation when uh you know you you think for now that things are probably okay um that doesn't mean like you know we're not gonna we're just gonna say oh hey they're fine you know anybody can change at any given point in time so that just saying that but anyway sure uh, this was not the first person that was ever investigated by the council and didn't get banned because the council not not my terms potentially uh, but way back there were there people have been looked into and they just didn't have an official vote. We had to announce something with this because by our rules, we had an official vote on it. And considering that we have a doc that shows our voting history as public as kind of a good faith thing to the community, we had to say something about it. So mm. that's about as transparent as we could, I guess, get on it without actually saying who the person was. Uh, that's, yeah, I guess that's probably the best way to word that in a very verbose way. <laughs> no, I, I, I appreciate that insight into um, the history of it. I, I did. I didn't realize that this wasn't the first time that you had reviewed somebody and found them essentially to be innocent. But it is the first time under the new kind of like Roberts rules that you guys have been using. Um, so it's the first official one, I guess. Um, I just, I thought it was funny the way that it was presented because you could have said like this person whose name we're withholding or whose name is redacted, but instead you were like this person and then spoiler bar, and then you click the spoiler bar and it's redacted in all caps. And it was just (laughs) such like a weird way to do that in my opinion. I don't know. I just thought it was funny. Yeah. Presentation of it. Uh, Amerith did a good job with that announcement. (laughs) Yeah. It was it was good. And I think that's why it kind of became the joke is because it was under that spoiler text. And, you know, it's always kind of like a joke in a punchline setup when you got spoiler text. You know, you're like just waiting to see what the punchline is. And it was just like, boom, redacted, just like so loud. Um, So, 
But uh, yeah, but to, to, I guess, back up to, you know, the whole point of it, I, I do, I appreciate the transparency. Absolutely. And I thought it was interesting to, um, you know, and it also kind of proves that you guys are not just like con- throwing around convictions left and right. If one person even has kind of a hint that somebody might be cheating, then you're all just going to immediately ban them. You know, it proves that there is a system in place and that, you know, you guys are not always uh, unanimous on all your decisions. So. Yeah, it's only it's only unanimous when it's very egregious. Egregious is the the word of the day. (laughs) (laughs) Um, All right. So with that, I guess we'll move on. We got some more stuff to cover here. Uh, So we have our tournaments. Um, We've had a few that we've been covering for a while that are kind of finally winding down, um, starting with the pilot spoiler uh, tournament. I think we're at the final four for that Dante. yeah final four who who we got we got if you can't beat them pilot them which is relkin and one up versus bench the illus which is illus and megawatt uh they will be vying for a spot in finals the other side of the bracket is dodgers gone wild which is gamma chew and moogle charm versus team shug which is shulzer and now i i yoshi also in semifinals uh, so two of those folks will meet up for finals. Two will meet up for the bronze match. Looking forward to seeing the results of that. That just got announced yesterday. So, uh, yeah, they're a little behind schedule, but they're going to get it done. They know what's going on. Uh, the admins there are really on top of everything. And yeah, the players are going to all, all these players in so many tournaments league starting up too, and then SGL on the horizon. There's, uh, there's never a break. There is never a no. break unless you just force yourself <laughs> to take one. No, there's always rando. So much rando. Um, cool. So uh, pilot spoiler, I have not really watched it all. Um, for those of you who don't know, it's kind of not a restreamed tournament um, just by nature of how, you know, the way that it is. I think it was just sort of decided that they shouldn't bother with the restreams and just enjoy the pilot spoiler races, you know, aspect of it uh, and the competition of it. But I do believe there's a push to try to get some restreaming going for this final uh, race so check the link in the description um, if we have any information on that I'm sure it would be a, a great watch because um, all of those names you mentioned are, are very strong and uh, you know pilot spoilers is a cool mode to watch so it would be cool to kind of watch the the final match of this tournament I think mm-hmm. uh, and then next up we have cross keys um, which uh, let's see where we're at with that one right now uh, we're down to our final four or almost nearly final four. We have Goomba versus Zelga Desan and then Humbug and then either Wall Kicks or Allison as the opponent to Humbug. So one of those five people will be the winner of the Cross Keys 2021 tournament. And we'll let you know which one uh, probably in the next episode, if I had to guess. So we'll check back in there. Uh, and then we have finally the Retrans Invitational. Uh, if you'll recall, this is the kind of ladder sponsored tournament. Uh, they are now finished with groups and onto their brackets. Um, so I'm looking at this now. They do their um, they're not on challenge, uh, which, you know, is is a good thing, in my opinion. <laughs> if, you, if you heard me talk about it last weekend, uh, but I am. I, it takes a second to kind of interpret exactly what we're looking we're, at. We're not here. quite done with groups is the first thing I would say. Uh, group B still needs to play a couple matches. 
I'm not sure if maybe Dunka just hasn't entered the matches into this yet or if they're yet to be played. It looks like it looks like there's two later this afternoon. Yeah, it looks like they're going to be played today uh, after we record, but we're not quite done with groups yet. So we can't completely tell you who's in the brackets, but we can tell you one, two, three, four, five out of the eight that will move on. Mm-hmm. Wall kicks again yeah, is one of them. Yep. Uh, Andy Humbug again. These guys just cannot get enough rando. Schulzer also and uh, Wolfie are the five that, as of this recording, are confirmed for brackets. Very cool. Yeah, and we'll come back in uh, an update on that one too. All right, GMP community updates. Beautiful. Very good. Um, <laughs> so. Uh, I did just want to say, you know, we've already closed the book on MT21 and I don't want to rehash it too much, but we did get some feedback and I just wanted to share one quick thing that I thought was interesting that I hadn't even thought about. Uh, We did get a few folks say, hey, one thing that was not really that great was we went through the entire group stage uh, with Sword Assured. And then when we got to brackets, we lost our mentor and we lost our sword at the same time. And the feedback I got was that was kind of a lot to take away at once um, and really changed up, you know, the gameplay for a lot of people being swordless in brackets. And um, so the feedback that we got and I again, I thought this was really interesting because I, I, I would not have realized or thought about this at all. So getting the perspective was really interesting. Um, well, you know, maybe don't do something like that next time. Keep the mode consistent through the whole tournament. Or if anything, you know, add more safeties as the mentors get taken away. Um, so, yeah, I just thought that was interesting. And it's, it's, it's a good reminder of why we do the feedback, because, again, I, that wouldn't have crossed my mind at all. But definitely something will I mean, we'll almost certainly do that for next year. So thank you all to uh, to all of you who submitted your feedback. We really appreciate that. Uh, okay, bi-weekly seeds. So we did an STL qualifier one the, for the last time. I actually did play this one. Um, it was a slog. And I don't know if this was because STL settings, if this is like what those are like, because, you know, you have less hearts and stuff. Um, but it just uh, it took me just shy of two hours to finish this one. And I was like, oh, man, I did really bad. Rip me. And then I went to the leaderboard and I was like squarely in the middle of the leaderboard. And I still am. So with a time of two hours, I was like pretty average there, which I think really speaks to the seed itself and maybe possibly the mode. But like I said, I haven't played more than just this one. So I couldn't say that for sure. Uh, but it was pretty rude seed. It, I unfortunately don't really remember specifics, but uh, it was it was, was a slog. It, oh, I'm assuming it was crazy item placement. Like, there's no way you start with boots and it's not like it can't be the difficulty. I mean, did you take a bunch of deaths? Um, no, not a bunch. I think. I, oh, I took one death to uh, in the dark pod basement um, going down there with like six hearts and gotcha. green mail. I died to the to the helmet. Store. So that obviously was pretty, pretty, uh, pretty bad. Right. Um Yeah, gosh, it's it's been a while. I'm having a hard time remembering where stuff was. I just say that because, I mean, I I looked at the leaderboard and saw that the times were pretty up there. Um, I didn't play it. I I say up there, but up there for a boot seed. I didn't mean that in like Mm -hmm. a disrespectful way. Uh, That just to me sounds like there was some weird breadcrumby trail where it didn't open wide up for you to like route things super efficiently. So this is why we say rando is not the best ju- like the best gauge of like skill or something with just the time, mm-hmm. uh, all the time, you know, cause like every seed's completely different. 
and there were some good times on it, but you know, it just depend on, I guess what you, you did and didn't do like the decisions you made when you got the next piece of the puzzle. So yeah, I, in, in a situation like that, I would never really feel bad, um, for having a, what, you know, almost two hours time. Like you were just kind of down on yourself about, I, I wouldn't really look at it that way. Mm. Yeah. Well, I appreciate that perspective. And especially when I got to the leaderboard and saw the other times, I definitely felt better. <laughs> you know, it was like, cause sometimes I'm like, mm, you know, it was, it was tough, but I, I did my best and you know, here's my one fifty or whatever. And then I go to the leaderboard and I'm like near the bottom and I'm like, Oh, I, I was being a little too easy on myself. I actually messed up a lot and I need to reevaluate that and, and play better. Frankly, you know, this was almost kind of the opposite of that where I was like, mm, I don't know if I actually did that well. And then I looked at the times and I was like, oh, maybe I was actually kind of hard on myself. So, but yeah, interesting scene. I wish I could remember more about it. Um, but yeah, it's just, it's been, it's been a little while since I played it. What should we do for the next one? Hmm. Once again, we come together here. <laughs> right. As we do every two weeks. Let's, um, let's just be nice. It's been a while. Open seven, seven, make some people have some fun, something casual yet friendly competition. Okay. Yeah, I'm not against it. I'm always cool with an open seven seven. The only uh, other thing I would suggest, I guess, would be if we did another SGL just because it's like, you know, SGL qualifier season right now. Yeah, but the thing is, the qualifiers will start when this episode releases. So people will get enough. They'll be playing the qualifier seeds. So true. (laughs) Okay, very, very true. Okay, we'll just do an open seven seven. I like that. Sweet. Seems good. All right. uh, uh, okay, so we got through all of our news. We finished our vegetables, so now we can have our treats. Yay. Heck all right, yeah. let's go. Okay, so um, with the launch of the Patreon, um, you know, that took a lot of work to get up and running. Uh, and then there are the rewards that, you know, we had to deliver on after, immediately after launching that. And then uh, Herf is working uh, on admin STL stuff. Uh, as, and as well as Dante. So kind of between the three of us and the work that we've been doing, we, we kind of wanted a little bit of a break, something a little more uh, low impact that we could do. And I got this idea really just like kind of right before we recorded. I've been listening to a lot of podcasts where they've been giving each other quizzes and uh, personality tests and things like that. And uh, it's always a fun listen. And I thought maybe we could take that and and totally, you know, steal that and do it here. So uh, in order to stay somewhat on topic, uh, we have located three. Which Zelda character are you quizzes? And we are going to take those here on the show and find out finally, once and for all, what Zelda character are each of us? Are you guys excited? I sort of. <laughs> Maybe excited is not the right word. Are you um, are you curious about embarking on this knowledge journey? I am. I, I do have a little personal problem, though, because whenever I take these kind of quizzes or like personality tests or whatever, I always struggle with picking the answer that would, you know, be very truthful and like me. Or the answer that I find funniest, which is also very me, but most the time, most of the time, a different answer. Absolutely. I, I 
struggle with the same thing. Anytime I take one of these tests, I get so in my head about it. Mm -hmm. Like, am am I just answering this because that's the result that I want to have achieved or is that (laughs) how I actually feel? You know, like I do that all the time. So I'm glad to hear that I'm, I'm in good company at least doing that. We'll all be doing that a little bit. I'm sure. Um, so, okay. Well, I guess let's get into it. Um, we've got basically what we did is we Googled, um, different, you know, what Zelda character are you quizzes and there's quite a few of them. And so we just kind of picked like the top three ish from a Google search of doing this. So we have one from buzzfeed.com, you know, kind of the standard for the sort of thing. Um, we have one from quiz apes and one from zoo.com. So we have some animal themed, uh, URLs <laughs> there for some reason. Yeah. 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 So, uh, gentlemen, which one do we want to do first? I'm, I'm totally, it's, it's up to you guys. Well, here's a quick question. How do we want to do this? Because we were talking earlier about this and we, while we're taking this, we kind of want to talk through the questions and why we're choosing which answer we're choosing. Do we all just take the one at the same time and we yeah. each take turns talking about it? I think it? that's okay, good. If, and if we can, while we're going through it, we can kind of talk about like, is this a, a good quiz or is this like, mm-hmm. did they try to put a lot of thought into some of these or is it just way yeah. too obvious? Like what you're going to get. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but uh, as a point of order, I do think it's probably good to establish this. I think for, we should, one of us should take the lead for each one mm-hmm. fully read the question and then all of the results. And then we'll start. Yeah. I out. agree. Yeah. I agree with that. So that we can keep our uh, listeners in on the loop <laughs> so we don't we don't leave them out of what we're, we're all looking yeah, at on our that, screen. That is fair enough. Yeah. Um, OK, uh, so which one of these all is right, first? I'll start out with the zoo.com one. OK. And I'll, right, I'll take good. the lead on that one. All right. Okay. So this one says uh, I'll read the about the quiz section because this is relatively short. So this was made by uh, one Kenita Leon. It's apparently a quiz that you can take in five minutes. And it says about this quiz. The original Legend of Zelda was released in 1986, and since then the game has become one of the uh, one of Nintendo's most successful franchises. So, which character from this amazing action adventure video game are you? Mm. And uh, we're presented with a couple of questions, starting off with, "What would you do if Princess Zelda was captured again?" Uh, and the answers that we can give are: go rescue her, try to negotiate her release, wage an all-out war to get her back. Or see where she falls on my list of priorities. <laughs> so savage. I'll, I'll get around to it. Just like whenever, you know? Yeah, I mean, you know, she'll, she'll, she'll get, we'll, we'll get there. The fact point. that it says again is pretty good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, so for me personally, I would probably choose go rescue her. Because <laughs> the others just seem, try to negotiate her release seems very optimistic and unrealistic to me waging all out war you know thinking about how these zelda games usually go you're some kid from like a random village in the woods or something i don't think you can mad you 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 don't manage to make a whole army out of nothing you know well but that's an interesting uh point here herf because the question is what would you do mm-hmm. if princess zelda was so you're not link or, or maybe you are we don't know until this okay, we're at the end of this quiz yeah, all right that's fair i mean so, i would go rescue her i feel like that's vague enough that it, it could mean anything yeah okay so, that's, so that's good my that's answer good. for this one 
Okay, I'm just going to I'll cut right to the chase and say the first one that jumped out at me that felt authentic to me was try to negotiate her release. Uh, (laughs) I like to try to talk my way out of problems. So I think that's where I'm going to go with. All right. I uh, I I have to be that guy. I got to see where she falls on my list of priorities, because I I, (laughs) like lately, I don't have time to deal with the same old crap over and over and over. So as of like particularly this week. Uh, you know, this portion of my life, uh, I got to see where she falls on the list of priorities. That's absolutely fair. Hey, no judgment from me by on any of these. <laughs> yeah, see, that's exactly what I was talking about earlier because that's the answer that I'd like to pick, but I'm not sure if I just want to pick it because it's a funny answer. For Dante, it makes sense. Like the explanation, totally fine. For me, <laughs> I mean, yes, I would probably see where she falls on my list of priorities, but my priorities aren't like baby and fixing my house and doing adult stuff my priorities are waking up and playing video games and doing nothing well so this is a personality quiz i think at the end of the day so the way that i approach these at least is i try to cut through to like uh at my core like what do i feel like what's my gut reaction mm-hmm. uh and, and this one you know we're asking about princess zelda but if you really like boil it down it's like uh, heroic chivalrous deeds like how important are they to you is kind yeah. of what the, you know yeah, that's yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. Know. that's deep uh, i'll i'll stick with what i have just because that's what i put and we're, we're not going no backsies yeah tim's <laughs> no making backsies. me sound like a really bad guy but you know what <laughs> no I, I am the villain welcome to to dante villain 2021 let's go <laughs> i mean you know interpret these however you want all right let's uh let's move on here we got a couple of questions to get through uh, next question is off the following people, who is your favorite? And our choices are Link, Zelda, Zidon, Zidon? Zidon, yeah, the, Zidon. the Zora dude from uh, Breath of the Wild. Mm-hmm. Or uh, Mifa. Why are there two Zora species people <laughs> yeah, in here? That's kind of, that's why I was confused, but uh, well, uh, for me, it's the, like the one that jumped out to me immediately. It's Link. Oh, yeah. Classic links. links yeah, great. it's just, you know, I can't really identify with the Zelda too much. And I'm I don't mind the Zoras, but they're kind of weird. So, no, I will say I did really like Sidon's character in Breath of the Wild. He has that thing where it like zooms in on him doing like a cheesy smile all the time. You know, <laughs> yeah, I can relate very strongly to that. So I, I think just for that alone, I'm going to go Sidon. All right. I, I went linked to just because, you know, he he don't say yeah. a whole lot. He just yells at people like that. Exactly. Yeah. And he breaks a couple <laughs> pots and steals your rupees. That's exactly. Right just like Dante. Dante's always doing that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next question. Which Zelda villain was the most dastardly? Ganon, Demon Train, Dig Dogger, or Puppet Ganon? So Ganon, who, who, or Puppet Ganon? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So Ganon... I know Demon Train is from Phantom Tracks. It's gotta be Phantom Tracks, right? It's gotta be right because that's the only thing that would make sense. Uh, Dick Dogger is uh, the the guy in Zelda One that you have to play the flute for, right? Yeah, it's like the four headed thing, I think. Right? No, Um, it's the the big round yellow thing that you play the flute and then it gets small and you can kill it, right? Yes. Yeah. Uh, F. Coughlin mentioned that's the only reason I actually do know that is because I'm of actually uh, Googling this right now because, uh, yeah, it is. I'm not I'm not insane. Yeah, that's, that's, that's right. 
Nancy just posted the the demon train and it actually looks extremely badass and I'm questioning everything right now. <laughs> well, the thing is, it, it doesn't ask you which was the most badass, which was the most dastardly. Sure. <clears throat> and for me, I mean, who could it be other than Ganon? It's a yeah. little bit of a boring answer, but the other guys, they didn't really make it far in the series. Ganon is like in almost every game in some form or fashion. Right. Uh, as much as I want to be a contrarian again and pick something different than you guys, I'm, I think I'm also going to say Ganon. He's he's the per- king of evil, you know, like mm-hmm. that's pretty, pretty damn dastardly. Yeah. So now if they would have instead of puppet Ganon, if they would put Phantom Ganon, like from Ocarina of Time, I'd have picked mm-hmm. that because I had a harder time fighting Phantom Ganon as a kid and still do uh, versus <laughs> actual Ganondorf. So that that would have been my choice if that was an option. But I digress. I got to go with Ganon. Plus, I mean, just on its surface, you know, a ghost version of Ganon. That's like, you know, all the humanity has been sapped from him. That's it's like hyper evil. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Next question. Which evil minions, bud, do you not mind kicking every day of the week? (laughs) Uh, The club moblin, the deco baba, the blue bubble or the beery? I am Googling what a beery is. I think those are the. Oh, it's like the little um, like uh, they're found inside Jabu Jabu's belly. Yeah. Those in Ocarina of Time. Jellyfish like jellyfish. Yeah. yeah. I couldn't think of the word jellyfish. Look, to not try and spoil it. I haven't been reading ahead. And so yeah. I just hear her say, which evil minions, butt?" and I was like, excuse me. Like, that's all I heard for a second. <laughs> this quiz just took a turn. Yep. Gentlemen. That is what it is. Um, okay. This is an interesting question. What are they even asking? Do you not mind kicking? Every I, I guess day what they're the essentially asking is which minion, which, who would you like to beat up the most or, or like for, you know, the, the longest amount of time? Yeah. So, you know, you know how you love to hurt people? Yeah. Who do you love to hurt the most? You know, like it's I just think a wild what question. It's really like asking at the very core is which of these four enemies annoyed you the most while you we were okay. playing the respective game? Okay. That sounds pretty reasonable. Uh, I mean, blue bubble, it's hard, hard to not, go with that one in terms of annoyance yeah that's um, true i i but, think uh, i picked the club moblin just because they're so annoying they're, <laughs> they're everywhere but they're yeah exactly you can't so, go anywhere i'm picking the deku baba i'm gonna tell you okay. why because okay, one okay. they got weird hitboxes on ocarina of time and Skyward Fair. Sword, they are the most invincible enemy ever because you got to <laughs> slash your Wiimote a certain way. I'm not talking oh, about right. the remake. I don't know how good the controls are for that. I hated, like, you can't kill a freaking flower because you didn't slash exactly at the right <laughs> angle. Like, I'm sorry. Like, the toughest enemy in the game, 10 out of 10 <laughs> on difficulty. All right. Yeah. Fair, fair. Okay. Yeah, I guess I'll go with uh, Blue Bubble. For this one. Okay, good. Yeah. All right. Uh, what weapon would you walk around Hyrule with? A bow and arrow, a sword, a giant fist, magic, of course. Oh, heck yeah. <laughs> I so, like that the answer is magic, of course. No punctuation. Just like magic, of course. Yeah, magic, of course. Uh, so for me, this would probably be bow and arrow just because I don't know why, but I kind of like bow and arrow sort of stuff. 
I think it's pretty cool. Sword is just so, so standard. A giant fist is interesting, but also a very up close weapon. And magic is, I, I don't know. Mm. Well, you guys know what I'm going to pick. Magic, of pick. course. Oh, okay, fair enough. Magic, of, of course. course. Magic, of course. Of course I'm picking I mean, magic. Says, I mean, of course, so you'd be stupid not to pick it. Right? I mean, if you're telling me that I could do magic, then of course I'm going to walk around with yeah, I'm gonna, you know, slinging I'm, yeah, spells. Yeah, I'm probably going to contradict myself at some point in this quiz. By not <laughs> I'm waiting magic to be here. like... I'm totally open to being swayed, you know, to another choice. That's I I I love a good, you know, I was going with uh, what you were saying earlier. I read those four answers and I picked the one that jumped out at me. Jumped out. That's that's always a good way to do. No, no real uh, explanation or reason. Mm -hmm. All right. What do you think I'm picking here? I feel like you're going to go giant fist. Oh, yeah. 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 That's kind of I don't know that the figures. I'm like happy to hear you went with uh, that, honestly. Whatever the results of these quizzes are, I feel like there's probably a good chance that Dante is going to be a Goron. Mm. (laughs) Based on just based on that right now, make some predictions. Just that one question. Just in general, I feel like you'd make a good Goron. Yeah, I I got a pretty big gut. Uh, No, that's not what I'm talking about. No, I look like a Goron. (laughs) <laughs> you uh, you lift weights and you do yeah. a lot of training with your dance. But he's also games fast, right? Going to the gym, yeah, and, that's uh, fair. You know, you you just you you probably make the best go run out of all of us. Is what I'm Dude, saying. You're tall though, like all, both of you are tall. Like when I met you guys, mm-hmm. you guys were like towering above me. I was kind of scared. <laughs> yeah, I um, think we're about the same height, right? Yeah, we're about the same. It was like six two. Yeah. Right? Um. I now I feel like I want to figure out because that her if you're so right, Dante would make a perfect Goron, and right. I love that. Um, and I'm trying to place what you would be, and it's got to be either a Zora or a Gerudo. I don't think it can be a Zora. I think Zoras. I would peg you as a Zora mm. because Zoras are more. I I don't know. They give off to me. Maybe not in the games, but to me, they give like a more compassionate vibe and more. They're grace. kind of that, like elves, right? Yeah, more graceful and stuff like yeah. that. And I feel like that fits you more than it does me. Mm. Okay, I, I would uh, say just a, a, a herf would be more like a uh, a high rule person, or, or if I got mm. if I could get super specific, a helian. That's the word. Or if I could get mm-hmm, super mm-hmm. specific the king of hyrule because i mean let's be real he's an admin of everything so there yeah. you go or he's like on the council you know like one of the wise sages so yes. what you're saying essentially is that i would be a talking boat you would be a talk uh, you would be a that's talking exactly boat, yeah. what we're saying yeah you are the king of red lions okay that's that's Good. it all right yeah. well all right. all right moving on moving on uh which of these creatures will be your spirit animal or spirit guide a fairy a horse, a demon. I don't have one. <laughs> I don't have one. <laughs> yeah, I think that's what I'm gonna have to go with because a demon. Where do they get that from? Like that has to be from a Zelda game. But w- which Zelda game has demons? Yeah, I don't know what where they're getting that from. I mean, that's the Ganon answer, right? Like that's the it one that's to gonna be, make you yeah. be Ganon. Like whatever. Uh, I also am going to say I don't have one because I don't like this question. Yeah. Oh, man. 
I, I want to say horse because I've been playing Red Dead stuff, but I won't. <laughs> um, I'll just no, say I, feel I, like, you know. I, I don't have one. Like overall, I don't really yeah. have. Yeah. So. Okay. All right. All right. Who are you going on this journey with? Epona, Navi, Zelda, and Wolfling. And I'm going to say, <sighs> if anyone of us picks Zelda here, when uh, the, the whole premise of the quiz is Zelda has been captured again, uh, I'm going to have to call BS on that. Uh, I don't think the whole premise of the quiz is that Zelda is captured. I think that was just the first question. I feel like that's kind of... It's setting the stage. <laughs> yeah, that's at least how I... Because it's saying, who are you going on this journey with? I, I mean, I think that was just the, the question. That's so funny to me that like you're you're like taking a test and the first question is like a word problem. And you like I mean, you now live like in the world of that word problem for the rest of the quiz. I feel like it yes. was setting up the stage. Nancy <laughs> was saying, but we don't have uh, to take it like that. I I mean, Clearly, I think that's a, a wonderful interpretation. An answer, so we've got that figured I, I out. Mean, I wanted to pick Zelda as an answer because I, I think having a human woman with me would be better than like, you know, the dog or the horse or the fairy. That's fair. If you want to pick her, that's okay. I'm not. I think I'm, I'm going to go. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to go Zelda. Uh, I'm going to go with Epona because I need something that gets me around fast. Walking around everywhere is annoying and I'm not like Link who can go yeah, 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 and roll everywhere. <laughs> oh my yeah, God. Um, I'll go with Epona. It seems faster than anything else. And Wolf Link's really kind of obnoxious. I didn't enjoy playing as him uh, in Twilight Princess, so I can't really. I take uh, Midna over Wolf Link. She was kind mm. of annoying too, but I take her over Wolf Link. Midna was cool. I like yeah. Midna. All right. um, but I also did like Wolf Link, but I've, I've made my decision. No takesies, spaxies. Yeah, exactly. Uh, all right, let's go. Uh, where in Hyrule would be your favorite place to visit? Kakariko Village, Hyrule Castle, Goron City, or Zora's Domain? Uh, That's a good one. This is a good me, one. For me, I'm having a real hard time picking, but I think it has to be Kakariko Village for me. Because that's where I would feel most at home, and I also know that they have a good tavern. Mm. Lazy Kid, clue you in on that? Uh-huh. <laughs> I have, uh, you know, with with being a ladder admin, I have a very close connection to the guy and he's convinced me. I'm trying to imagine if there was like a Disney World, you know, like like that Star Wars Edge of the Galaxy thing where you go to the amusement park and you were like in a life scale version of all of these. And I guess I'm kind of using Ocarina of Time as like a, you know, to, as a guide uh, for kind of like where I'm starting my mental pictures. Mm -hmm. Doing that, the imagining like walking into Zora's domain, not when it's frozen, but when it's like actually flowing. Um, I think I, I would have to pick that one. It just seems like it would be really incredible. Man, that, you, you put a lot of thought into that one. <laughs> that that <laughs> yep. would be way too much water for my liking. Uh, I think it'd be fun. I, I thought about Goron City for a minute. Now, 2015, Dante would have picked Goron City because <laughs> I was doing a lot of Spartan races and climbing over rocks and stuff, so I'd have felt right at home. But uh, since I'm, I'm going to pick CAC as well, like just I, I I want it to be peace and quiet. I'm old now. I mm. just want like I don't want people yelling. I want to yell at people, not get yelled at for doing stupid stuff. Yeah, that's the spirit. I think Kakariko Village would be a lot like just like going to the Renaissance Festival, 
but which don't, I love the Renaissance Festival. Like I, I think it would be a wonderful <laughs> time, you know. So yeah it it just wouldn't be you know different from what you could experience in actual real life right now is what you're trying to say exactly yeah fair enough so uh all right next question this is the one that i'm going to contradict myself on with the magic stuff from earlier but uh how would you get around hyrule walking flying horseback or teleportation and the answer is clearly teleportation because if Mm -hmm. i get the chance to use teleportation at my will then yes please yeah flying though you know it'd be kind of cool to fly you know if i can teleport i'll i'll just teleport into the sky and fly down before i hit the ground i teleport somewhere else Mm. close enough oh that's such a good idea you could just teleport through at through the sky through the air yeah exactly you can essentially fly more all right you changed my mind you're right teleportation (laughs) is the way to go nice Teleportation is so doing? much faster. It's, it's more just yeah. so much superior to it's the other efficient. answers. It's efficient. Yeah, it's yeah, it's teleportation all the way. I mean, we're, way, we're three people that try to go fast. You know, I just mm-hmm. I just scrolled. Have you guys seen how long this is? Yeah, I no. don't know how th- she got five minutes out of that, but we should probably pick up the pace a little bit <laughs> okay. because I have a feeling we're going to talk for like four hours if we do this for every quiz. I mean, yeah, maybe. Well, we can always just cut one of the quizzes we yeah, were going to do, That's no big deal. But uh, all right. All right. Uh, people in Zelda are known for playing musical instruments. Which one are you playing? Harp, my voice, piano or the <laughs> ocarina? And for me, this is a harp because it's the closest to a guitar and I can't pick guitar. So I'm picking the harp. Mm. I'm going to pick harp, but for a different reason. I just think it's the I enjoy the sound of it the most out of all of these. All right. I'm going to go with my voice, not because I like it, but it it checks out with like my personality, because if you guys have ever watched a dance game stream, if I'm like having a good time, a really good time or a really bad time, like listening to a song over and over when I'm grinding scores, I start like singing, making up stupid lyrics to something. Uh, I have to Mm. police myself because sometimes they get really bad a little um, raunchy uh, well yeah. raunchy and i want to say like what goes through my head is like i can't i was like ah, i probably shouldn't just like say that that's probably not great uh so my voice we'll go with that okay right. uh which item would you bring on your journey a slingshot a map a chicken or a hat it sounds like a dr seuss rhyme yeah it does uh Nearly i'm a slingshot because it's the only thing you can that you have any practical use for mm. Um, I think a map, which kind of just speaks to like liking to have a plan and be prepared. Seems pretty up my alley. I'm going to go with the yeah. chicken. Okay. That's a good <laughs> one. I've been saving a lot of chicken in Kakariko all the time, and uh, I've been eating a lot of chicken. So it seems like a win win. Mm. Sounds good. Yeah. Whenever you get tired of it, you can cook it up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right. Uh, which skill would you be best at? Archery, sword fighting, fist fighting, or fencing? I feel like this goes back to the weapon question. So if I pick a bow and arrow, I got to be best at archery, right? So that's my answer. How annoying is it that sword fighting and fencing are both answers? Like, how are those not nearly identical? Well, fencing, you touch the person. Sword fighting, you're trying to, like, cut their head off or stab them. (laughs) I mean, yeah, it is different, but I I see what Timp is getting at. They could have thought of something more. I don't know. Maybe they could have put magic again because, you know, magic is also a skill, right? Of course. Right. Of course. Of course you would use magic if you had that. Uh, for, yeah. Um, 
I'm going to go sword fighting. And right. I don't really have a good reason, but fist fighting because I picked the glove earlier or the, the powerful fist thing. Uh, how insanely scared of Gibdos? Felsh, this is probably supposed to be flesh eating mummified <laughs> monsters, are you? Not scared at all. Peeing my pen scared. Not very scared. Nightmares every night scared. So taking my Gibdos experience over all the Zelda titles that they've been in, I'm going to pick not very scared. Because usually I pick not scared at all, but the ones in Ocarina of Time are friggin' scary. Yeah, and Majora's Mask. Yeah. Oh yeah, and Majora's yeah. Mask, of course. The N64 mm-hmm. era. Exactly. Those the, the scream and the camera and you're freezing and stuff. Ugh. Yeah. No Still thanks. not as bad as the Redeads, but yeah, I gotta yeah, go with true. not very scared myself. I'm gonna go with peeing my pants. Okay. All right, well, I, uh, I just think, you know, again, to kind of put myself in the situation, if there was like a, you know, flesh eating mummified monster that could do that high pitched scream at me mm-hmm. uh, and freeze me in my in my tracks, I, I probably would piss myself. Yeah, fair enough. So. All right. Uh, which female Zelda character are you most impressed by? Zelda, Midna, Majora or the Great Fairy? Hold on. Time me, out. Time out. Yes. Right. Yes. Majora yeah. is a female, right? What? Uh, news to me as well. I'm not. not I'm not going to pick that. I'm I mean, gonna... Majora is a cursed mask. I didn't think it really had a gender one way or the other. You know. I mean, in the end, boss kind of looks like a weird nothing blob with like arms and legs or something. Right. Could that be considered female? Maybe. Well, I think the third form <laughs> or is, is like she, a human body kind of thing, but or I is never it like a, a female curse deity or something. <laughs> it's a female curse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's the curse of being a female. <laughs> the, the thing we're all scared of the most. Um, so so uh, I, back to my much more serious answer, which would be the great fairy. And I'm impressed by her because she's got a major badonkadonk. She can do magic, of course. Mm hmm. Um, I will <laughs> also say the great fairy. I think she's just very impressive in general. I, I'll, I'll, I'll say the great fairy. I won't, mm-hmm. I won't comment too much on it. I'll just say the great fairy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, good. We're moving on. Every, every right. game she's in, I am more and more shocked and scared. <laughs> impressed. Every time she appears, it's like, whoa, well, that's you, you guys changed her again. Yep. Yeah. Uh, okay. If you were the ruler of Hyrule, what would your first priority be? Ridding it of all evil, ensuring that all the townspeople have food and shelter, training our army, or making the city prosperous? Oof. And uh, uh, I think I'd probably pick ensuring that all townspeople have food and shelter. That seems like an important thing. I mean, if you want to get. Um I was going to say reelected, but I guess if you're a king, you don't really have to worry about that. If you want to not be deposed, uh, you should probably keep your people fed. You could be a democratically chosen ruler. That's true. Um, I'm going to go with making the city prosperous because I like it when people have fun. (laughs) So here's here's my thing. It says Hyrule, which is not a city. Yeah, it's a kingdom. Yeah. So are you just making like the the high high rule city basically prosperous and the rest of the land can go oh i see what you're saying because yeah this is a they i guess they 
they messed up. That's that's what they did. Yeah, they probably, just messed up. probably. I, I guess it should say make the kingdom prosperous. Yeah, I, mean, I was just confused. Zoo.com. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. Let's, Dante, what is your choice? I'm going to pick ridding it of all evil. Nice. All right. On a scale of one to four, where one is the least and four is the most, how important are your people to you? See, this is clearly a follow-up question to the ruler question. So it's not so outlandish to assume. Uh, oh. <laughs> that, Interesting. Right? Okay. Right. Yeah, no, you got some precedent put together there. Anyway, You're not wrong. Uh, on a scale of one to four, where, uh, how important are your people to you as a ruler? Uh, I think choosing four would probably be disingenuous for me. So yeah. I'm, I'm going to go with a three. I feel the exact same way. I'm going three as well. Yeah, I picked three myself. All right, that was easy. Uh, if you were in the game, what would your ultimate goal be? To save a princess, to save your people, to restore your honor, to find true love. Uh, th- this again depends on if you're going with the continuity stuff or not. Because <laughs> if you're mm-hmm. saving Zelda, that's kind of the whole reason I'm doing this quiz. So right. I have to pick to save a princess. But yeah. Uh, I think I'm going to pick that anyway, because all the others are probably, well, it's kind of a toss up between to save a princess or to save your people, to be honest. Yeah, I think I'm going to go save your people. As you mentioned, the, you know, the last question kind of teed this one up a little bit. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, Most Zelda games, like the fate of the world kind of hangs in the balance Mm -hmm. by the time you get to the end. So that's that's what I'll say. Uh, Thank (sighs) you. This is tough. This is tough. I, I just, I just want to find true. And I'm kidding. Um, yeah, I was going to say, dude, dude, gonna that, pick find true love you can pick that if you want to. No, I was joking. I just think it's funny. Uh, <laughs> it kind uh-huh. of pales in comparison to the other ones. The other ones are so noble and that one's kind of selfish. Well, so <laughs> is the restore your way. honor. Like who gives a crap about your honor? If yeah, like 3 that, billion people are like dying to a big fat like pig. The, the Ganon direction answer for you yeah. know going with like some evil character or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I'll uh, I'll just say to save the people. Okay. All right. Fair enough. What are you like? Brave, wise, enthusiastic, quiet, and clearly we've established a couple of times that I am very wise. So mm-hmm. I'm picking. I think I have to be enthusiastic, right? There we go. I'm going brave. Yep, that nice. works out. Uh, that out all, all tracks. These, yep, that all tracks. Out of all these people, who are you? The muscle, the leader, the prankster, or the brands? Uh, this mm. is kind of hard for me because I feel like, except for the muscle, I would not feel bad choosing any of these. Same. But I'm not sure which one I should, which one is like closest to me. I feel yeah. like you sh- guys should answer this for me. I like the let's do let's do just this question only that mm-hmm. way. Let's okay. let's. So, Dante, you and I need to decide if Herf is the muscle, the leader, the prankster or the brains. It's a toss up between uh, prankster and brains. I think so. I think so. Um, okay, that's very interesting. I also thought that at first, but then the leader came yeah. to mind because of all the adminning stuff that I do. Right. 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 Um, 
Dang. I mean, not to say it doesn't apply, but we're I don't just want to trying to find your the decision best. because right. you said you guys pick it. So you guys between prankster and brains, let's look in all, I, in all three of us in some way, shape or form are at least in, in little subsets of this community are, are leaders. We'll say like temps, the lead of GMP, herf mm-hmm. admins, literally everybody. And <laughs> right now I'm for, for now I'm a council leader. So let's mm-hmm. just remove leader from the, the pool. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, I'm going to say, I, I, at this point, I feel pretty comfortable saying that Herfy Durfy is the brains. Yeah, right. I'll go with the brains. Okay. All right. All right. So, Herf, you and me, we got to, we got to, uh, it, it's very tempting to just call Dante the muscle and move on with our days, you know? I was like, going to go for that. I don't know <laughs> if that's just unfair towards him. Not like he like, doesn't have, you know, as he was saying, leadership qualities, brains. He's I mean, prankster fits great, you know, in light of the the pilot spoiler thing, mm-hmm. you know, like prankster is good, too. Um, so I think either prankster or muscle. Yeah. And uh, also remember that we can have more than one of the same. Like there's nothing against you and Dante both being the prankster, for example, or right. both the, you and I or Dante and I being the brains or whatever. So that's also yeah. in the in the pot, basically. Yeah. Now, if we also uh, step back and ask what this question is, is asking, you know, in a group of people, mm-hmm. uh, if there's like these archetypes or whatever, mm-hmm. which one would Dante step into? And I think his personality in a group uh this isn't really helping me i would thought i thought i could talk my way into it but i didn't really <laughs> I was about to say, you got let's a lot not, of fluffy words there you're going yeah. to tell <laughs> let's uh, let's not get stuck on this for too long yeah uh, I, I think muscle yeah let's pick the muscle okay. for dante okay and uh I, I think you know i i would pick prankster for you tim mm. how about you okay. dante uh, it's stuck between prankster and brains. Half the time we can't, if we don't come up. If you and I don't come up with a topic, then what are we gonna do? And then that, old, that old is temp really true. Yeah, saves the day. Um, uh, I mean that sounds more like leader talk to me. <laughs> it really wants to be. The They're leader. not always good ideas, but I do make sure they. Hey, never mind. He's a prankster. Because every, right. every no, and here's why: every episode starts with an opening bit. And I never know what it is. And neither does her. <laughs> it's true. It's true. That, That's that, a fair yeah, point. Okay. Yeah. I'm done with that. All right. All right. I marked it. Uh, would you say that you're a nerd? I can be. No, I'm not. I have my moments. Yes, I am. Obviously, I am. Yeah. Yes, I am. Let's, let's some of them have to be fast, you know? Yeah. <laughs> We're all nerds. Let's let's move on with our days. Uh, which of this book series would you read for fun? Hunger Games, Divergent, Lord of the Rings, Harry Potter? Uh, probably Lord of the Rings. Mm. I've only read one of these uh, mm-hmm. and it was Harry Potter. So I feel like I have to say that. Okay. I don't enjoy reading books for fun. So. Um, what about the movies of these? Yeah. Like which one would interest you the most topic wise? I Lord guess. Lord of the Rings. Nah, I've never watched it nor do I really care to the whole fantasy lore. I'm not a big fan of Harry Potter's Tweedle DD whittle my wiggle my wand around or whatever. <laughs> Diversion, I forgot what that is. So I guess I'll just pick Hunger Games. 
Nice. People are going to be so mad about that. I know. I know. My <laughs> wife gets so mad every time. I'm like, oh, look, Tweedledee's on. <laughs> on TV. Hilarious. I, I, I concur. Uh, anyways, are you team werewolf or team vampire? Werewolf, vampire, both. Can I be Why team is human? This is so and, uh, can, yeah, what the heck? Can I be team human? Uh, I'm going to say werewolf. I've, I've just always thought werewolves were cool. Yeah, I think they're definitely cooler. I just, I know what this question is getting at and I want nothing to do with it. Oh, <laughs> I'm going to be that. team human. Mm-hmm. All nice. right. Uh, let's say you're a movie buff. Who says I'm not? Uh, what genre appeals to you the most? Adventure, comedy, action, or romance? Uh, it's a toss up between, well, it's kind of hard, honestly. Because I like all of these, except maybe for romance movies, unless there's a good reason to watch one. Mm-hmm. What's the difference between an adventure movie and an action movie? Yeah, I feel like they're kind of coupled together. Maybe like it was adventure brings Indiana Jones to mind for me, but that is also definitely an action movie, right? Right. Um, maybe action is like uh, Michael Bay, you know. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. something like that. Uh whereas adventure could be like uh, you know, a journey. Yeah. Um or like a, a longer story maybe. So I guess I'm going to say adventure almost because it is kind of vague that allows me to yeah. say like, oh yeah, that's an adventure movie, you know. I think I'm going to go with that as well mostly because I think maybe sci-fi movies fall under that more often than not. At least yeah. that's kind of my head explanation. Yeah, that feels right. I have no, I'm a big action. I was having a hard time deciding, but. Uh, Which superhero would you like up to? What would you look up to if they were real? Superman, Iron Man, Batman, or the flash. And, uh, well, there's a whole other discussion in there. If Batman is even a superhero, but, uh, (laughs) got him. We've, we've had that before. I think I remember Tim and me arguing about this before. At some point yeah. in the past, it might have even been with Axial still around. Yeah. So uh, if I were to reason my way through this, and this is not based on my enjoyment of the characters or their movies or TV shows or whatever, uh-huh. but if they were real, Batman and Iron Man are both billionaires mm-hmm. uh, and Superman is like a god alien. Um, <laughs> I think I would go with the Flash. <laughs> I think okay. that's the one I would look up to most. Also, I've thought about this a lot. Mm-hmm. Super speed really does seem like the most OP superpower you could possibly have. I mean, when you think point, about really physics, done you know? some crazy stuff with the Flash in the comics. I'm not sure how well versed oh, you are in I, the whole stuff. Definitely not. Yeah, I know almost nothing. But just from like a physical standpoint, like if you can move your muscles or even just atoms like at super speed, you should mm-hmm. theoretically be able to do anything like y- your punches should be harder than anybody else. You can get yeah. anywhere fast, you know, like it's just it seems super OP to me. That is pretty much how it is. But I'm going to take your reasoning and turn it around a little bit. And I think it's for Batman and Iron Man, both they're both like millionaires self-made for the most part kind of mm-hmm. in a way or at least you know depending on the canon work. yeah and uh they also don't really have any like mutated or intrinsic superpowers they just have a lot of cool technology that they develop themselves 
And I definitely think that's something to look up to and to aspire to. The problem I have with uh, Iron Man is probably that he used to do a bunch of very shady weapon deals and stuff like that. So that's not really something mm. to look up to. So it's probably got to be Batman. Okay. No, that that's uh, solid reasoning. All right. I'm picking Iron Man. <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> okay. Moving on. Uh, are you adventurous <laughs> when it comes to food? Yes, very. Most times I am. Not really. Not at all. I'm going to say not really. Probably. Uh, I would say most times I am. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I try to try new stuff. Try not to be too picky. I mean, I definitely have things that I like, but yeah, I, you know, I try to try to try new stuff. I'm pretty. I'm pretty like I don't know if someone gives me like one of those century eggs or something. I'm like, no, thanks. Um, I'm gonna I'm say very. And okay. so I'm going to say yes. And I instantly think back to when someone decided a little group of ours should go to an Ethiopian restaurant and I ate something called gourd gourd. And it's basically a raw beef dish. And it was actually mm-hmm. pretty delicious. Wow. And just thinking of raw beef, like, ew, like that's like, you're not supposed to do that. I don't know. I don't know if I was supposed to, but it tasted pretty good. <laughs> So I mean, they wouldn't uh, serve it to you if it was dangerous, yeah. right? Well, and raw beef, like if yeah. you're eating your steak medium rare or something, that's pretty raw as well. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. But yeah, that I would say adventurous yeah. in that because it was a it was a weird I say weird, but very different experience when your utensil is like a big flatbread thing you rip pieces off of and grab your food with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's fun. Uh, all right. Uh, which of these exotic foods would you try? Century egg, durian, scorpion soup, or pesto? <laughs> pesto is not ex- that exotic. How exotic is pesto, really? How I mean, I literally, had, are? I literally had pesto uh, on Friday, <laughs> like two days ago. <laughs> so, uh, I mean, I kind of want to pick some that. explanation you know? on Dante. Uh, I don't know what a century egg is. <laughs> All right, so a century egg is like some weird aged egg uh, in like China and Thailand and stuff like that, I think, where I'm sure you've seen them somewhere where they if you peel off the skin, it's like all gooey and black underneath and Uh it's like fermented and kept for ages. And uh, apparently it smells really bad, but it's like a delicacy. Yeah, I saw him eat it on The Amazing Race for a challenge yeah. once. That's how, that's the only reason I know what it is. Just Google Century Egg and look at a picture. I did. And it looks disgusting. It. Yeah, okay, it looks nasty. Cool. I just yeah. said I was adventurous with food, but like, I don't know, man. Century. I mean, at some point, you you got to draw the line. Somewhere. Yeah, here's three really bad choices, and then here's mm-hmm. pesto. That's like just common if you have a sandwich shop near you. I think that's the like vanilla you know boring answer like if you pick i'm I'm not adventurous at all (laughs) then you pick pesto which is kind of what i have to do because i said i'm not really adventurous though i would probably try a durian mm, i have always wanted to try one they smell bad but they apparently taste okay yeah i I did go with pesto though just because i i said that i tried it and i felt like that was authentic yeah i'll pick the pesto too that's probably as far as i'll go so uh, who's the one person you would sacrifice everything for? My you sibling? got deep. I, 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 yeah, I thought it would. It, it was going to end it. Who's the one person you would sacrifice? And I'm like, uh, 
Jeez. Yeah, I, I, that's how I read it first too, and I was like, uh, I don't want to answer <laughs> that. This is the one person you would sacrifice everything for: my sibling, my best friend, myself, or my partner. So I'm having a problem here because I don't have any siblings, so that answers out for me. <laughs> I can't imagine how it feels to have a sibling. I don't have a partner currently, but I know how that feels, so I can work with that. Myself seems like such a super selfish answer. Yeah. <laughs> Bet it do. Uh, it's probably a toss-up between my best friend and my partner, but knowing me, if I was in a relationship right now, it would probably be my partner. Yeah, I'm going to say the same thing. I, that's, it's just, that's just the answer. I don't know what else yeah. to say, you know? Yeah. Man, Tenchi I'll just say myself. I'll pick my partner. <laughs> okay. Yeah. It's it's the correct answer. <laughs> if there yeah, ever was a yeah, correct answer I, I in guess it. So that is yeah. very true. Um yeah. all right, next question. Where how many more do we have? We don't have many more. This is like okay. three questions left, so we're almost through. Uh which deadly sin are you afflicted by? Lust, pride, wrath, or envy? This one's mm. kind of a hard one for me. This is a hard one. Yeah. Uh I mean, definitely more than one. That's the problem. Mm-hmm. Hmm. It kind of depends gonna, on the situation, too. That's the problem. That yeah, I'm, I'm going to rule some of these out right away. I'm going to say lust is not really a, a big factor for me. And also pride. But yeah, rat. Well, no, I, you can you can maybe make a little bit of a case for for pride. Yeah, I definitely uh, kind of sometimes. I'm going to I am going to put envy to bed, though, because I, I generally I try to live a life where it's like, you know, don't worry yeah. about what other people are doing. Just do your own thing. So it's going to be either pride. You know what? I'm going to say wrath. Uh, and I was thinking about this the other day. Like no one has ever told me that I have like anger issues and I've never felt that way. Mm-hmm. Be, but I do like and I think you know most people probably do like when I, I can get like really angry really quickly. But I do feel like as a person, I'm good at like. Uh, like quelching that just like not acting on it just calming down real quick you know <laughs> uh-huh. um so it's weird like i because uh, like i feel that way really intensely but it's never been a problem so i don't know whether i actually have an anger issue or if that's the definition of not having an anger issue you know yeah i it's, think yeah. because i have the exact same problem like i always feel like especially i notice this for me personally when i'm driving my car and i'm alone in the car yeah, I always think like, oh, God, you really got to like go to some sort of anti-aggression training at some point, because <laughs> if half the people that I wished had like deadly diseases and other cars actually got them, <laughs> I would have probably decimated my town by now. <laughs> so, you know, I'm yeah. always like, God, you're such an angry man. And then a while ago, a friend was like, you know, nothing ever really you know bothers you you never lose your composure you're always so cool and chill and i'm like i am really (laughs) yeah i I guess yeah i that's exactly exactly like what i was saying so So i guess i'm gonna go wrath yeah okay but what i was getting at is i think as long as you're aware of that as long as you're still thinking oh man I'm, i'm raging too much that's a good sign of not having a problem with that you know yeah i would agree with that okay yeah so for me we just talked about wrath a whole lot. I think I'm going to pick pride because I definitely have a problem with that every now and again where I'm like, yeah, you know, I should be more than than I am. Like humble, recog- I guess. Recognized or something or sure. paid attention to or listened to or whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, Dancy, what about you? I'm going to pick lust, but not for the sexual reason. <laughs> okay. What mm-hmm. other reason is there? Well, so the definition, like the most common one is that if you expand that, like on Google, there's, uh, it's just a passionate desire for something. So uh, like I always, I'm always playing rando. I always want to improve my scores in dance games. Um, so I guess you could say I lust after that. If it's a, uh, passionate <laughs> desire, okay. I mean, I'm not getting like, Anyway, not about it. No, that's good. I like that interpretation a lot. All right. That's good with me. Uh, all right. The penultimate question. What do you like to do in your free time? Explore, read, have fun, relax. <laughs> and uh, I think, you know, I would like to pick explore, but definitely not. I never explore anything except the Internet. Read me. Uh, it's kind of a toss up between relax and have fun. I think I'm going to pick have fun because relaxing kind of is included with ha- in having fun. I feel like mm-hmm. so that yeah. having, have fun is my answer. I think I'm going to go with relax um, because if it truly is free time, then I like to, you know, play a mm-hmm. video game, turn my brain off, maybe have a drink. Uh, and that's very like it's not productive at all. It's really just like calming, you know, mm-hmm. like no expectations. So I think you have to call that relaxing. OK. I'm doing have fun because I'm not a big explorer because I'm not Dora. And um, <laughs> I, don't, I said earlier, I didn't like to read. Uh, my brain is constantly churning. I can't relax for extended periods of time. I even have trouble falling asleep because like my, my I lay in bed and I'm like, you could build this by doing this, this and like, it just, it, mm-hmm. that, that's when it all hits me. So, uh, I, I'll say I enjoy having fun the most okay. in my free time. Right. And our last question about how many Zelda games would you say you've played? Less More than, than three. 15, <laughs> between eight and 15, between today. three and eight or less than three. So um, Danji yeah. already said less than three. Uh, Are there more than fifteen Zelda games? I'm There's like twenty-seven, kill. I think. What yeah. the heck? Okay. Remember we did that quiz a million years ago, and that was was one of the questions Axel asked us, and I got it exactly right. Oh, I clearly don't remember that, but sure, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think it was twenty-seven. Uh, I'm okay. going to say more than fifteen. There's no way I haven't played most of the Zelda games. If there's twenty-seven of them. Uh, yeah, I'm not going to sit here and count them, but like for sure. I, I, I really don't know. I've played a whole bunch of them, but uh, I was probably going to say between 8 and 15 if I had to guess. I want to say if it's really 27, it must be more than 15. But I really don't know. I would I just have to did, count them all. I just did a rough count and I hit 15, mm-hmm. so I stopped counting at that point. And I, I'm including yeah. like Hyrule Warriors in that too. So like... And like both okay. of them. So I hit yeah, like Super okay. Smash Brothers. I'm going to count Smash. Well. It's got to just yeah. have like Zelda in the title in my mind in okay. some way. Okay. okay. All right. I picked more than 15 as well. So, all right. Did uh, you guys get your results? I did. I got uh, Okay. I got mine too. Who, all right. Who's going to go first? Her. Am I going first? All yeah. right. Uh, yeah. So I got Link. Oh, <laughs> no way, dude. <laughs> let's let's do this one at a time yeah uh, did you i mean okay whatever uh, yeah read no read the little uh, yeah, description yeah. thing oh, or whatever. Sorry, okay. uh, you're one of the main heroes of the game link <laughs> you and link don't say much but you don't need to because your actions speak louder than your words could ever do the two of you are brave selfless compassionate and wise your heart can sometimes get you in trouble because it is so pure. 
<laughs> Everyone deserves to have a friend like you. Oh, that's true. Aww. That's definitely true. Right. Um, damn it. I got Princess Mifa. <laughs> oh, did boy. you really? Yeah, I did. Nice. <laughs> nice. Uh, yeah, I got Princess Mifa. You are the likable, nerdy, and genuine character who has a major crush on Link and the no, beloved no. princess of Zora, Mifa. Yeah. Like you, Mifa is very shy and quiet and only speaks when it's important to do so. Despite you guys being quiet, you are brave, strong-willed, and very helpful to anyone who may need it. Nice. Well, I, I mean, mean I, you know, I, I'm a Zora, so I think you know, that's cool. We did establish that, and I'm on board with that, so that was kind of cool. Princess Mifa, specifically in Breath of the Wild, it just grates on my nerves. Uh, <laughs> she has an annoying voice. I don't, I, you know, I, I don't love the way that the voice actress read the lines. You know, uh-huh, I, I don't know okay. if the characters acted super great. Yeah, um, not to be a jerk or whatever, but yeah, I'm not super excited about the result. But hey, I mean, we asked what Zelda character we each are, and this is what I got, so I'm I'm willing to live with this. I got Link. Oh, oh no way! What? Yeah. Come on! <laughs> you are one of the main heroes of the game, Link. Yeah, I'm not gonna read the whole thing again. <laughs> yeah, we've, we've had that already. We know it. I can't believe you guys both got Link and I got freaking Princess Mifa. Our right, Timber, are you gonna click share recount. on Facebook? <laughs> oh boy. No. Yeah, I'm not gonna either. Click copy link. No, I'm not gonna do that. Yeah, we'll copy the link though. Let's let's throw those in in the host channel. Yeah, let's see um, what are, what are these actually? Oh, this is is this does this actually just get? Oh, you to it the just quiz? it just posts. No, it doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't whatever, actually. Screw that. It's just the quiz link. Yeah, you don't have to do it. Um, all right. Well, I think it's pretty safe to say that that was the only quiz that, that took a lot longer than intended, but it was super fun. I I had a really good time going through that. That was pretty yeah, fun. It was yeah. a good time. I agree. Nice. All right, let's finish it out. Okay, so we had one fetch question this time. And also, uh, just to skip ahead real quick, uh, this was from Lucy and Greeth, who also left us a iTunes review. So uh, very, very appreciative of that. You know, we're always begging for those iTunes reviews. So it was a nice little surprise to uh, go check that and see that we had a new one from Lucy and Greeth. So thank you very much. And then this is the question that they wrote. Uh, so he asked, looking back after three years of Go Mode and three successful mentor tournaments, what are your personal favorite memories you've had being part of the ALTTPR community? Um, and I want some I want a little time to think about this. So I'm going to ask one of you guys to jump in if you feel like you're ready to answer. Yeah, I think I might be. Uh, it's a really hard question because uh, it's my my being part of the ALTTPR community has been longer than the three years of Go Mode and three years right. of the successful mentor right. tournaments. But still, uh, I think it might not be my favorite or my best answer, but I think a really good answer for me is uh, SGL 2019. Yeah, because uh, finally meeting all the people that I've spent a lot of my free time with online for the past at that point, two, two and a half ish years uh, was a really cool experience and just, you know, a tournament setting in like real life and also being part of the admin team was a really cool like inside and uh, kind of just an interesting experience. And uh, it was also a cool vacation. You know, I was away from home, very far away from home. And uh, that was just a really 
definitely one of my personal favorite memories uh, for for all of uh, the being part of the ATCPR community. Yeah, it's hard to not pick that exact same answer. I mean, mm-hmm. I think that's my true honest answer. It was it's very easy to just say SEL 2019 because it was so incredible and like really stands out as, you know, a, yeah, amongst, it just is. I don't I don't think that's yeah. a bad thing if it's your answer. And I figure for Dante might also be Yeah. Yeah, Dante. <clears throat> um SGL 2019 is probably like that between that and any it's just the in-person stuff I think has been like the best part, which is it, it kind of sounds bad to say right now, since like we can't really do a whole lot of that. Um, mm-hmm. I, I had a really good time at SGL, even though I was kind of like, I felt like the outsider just trying to like make friends, so to speak. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, I, I had a great time at AGDQ as well. Like there wasn't a tournament, but it was like, I mean, there was, but it was like a fun multi-world thing. Um, mm-hmm. I had a, a chill time just, you know, meeting folks, hanging out with folks, playing rando, big multi-world at GDQ and stuff like that. But, uh, but yeah, it was those, the in-person stuff. And then outside of rando, like talking to folks, learning a little bit about them. Uh, it was like outside of just, you know, behind a discord screen, so to speak. I think it Mm -hmm. was, uh, super, super cool. Yeah. Um, I do want to give one other answer. I do have another, um, answer to provide, Uh, after thinking about this a little bit, the first year of the mentor tournament, uh, we did an exhibition race before the actual tournament started. Um, or no, I'm sorry. I think it was the first official tournament match, uh, like the day that we started the tournament, the first one that had been scheduled. <clears throat> Myself and Axial uh, did commentary for it, and we didn't have a channel yet, a Twitch channel yet. So we just got into a voice channel where we were the only ones that could speak, but anybody could join the channel. And then we had a discord channel, you know, like live chat reaction or whatever. So it was me and Axial and maybe like 20 people in this voice channel and us doing commentary and people um, just with like a multi stream up, just watching both of them and uh, chatting along in our discord. And it was just like, super cozy it was you know like it was was a small group of people (laughs) yeah we were all just sitting around the campfire it was it's not like it was a big stage by any means it was basically just like a room of people but um you know chat was super active i was having fun hanging out with axial kicking off the tournament the race was good um and that just kind of that stands out to me as just like one of my favorite experiences um you know with with a restream at the very least uh with this community that was a fun one and not something anyone could ever really go back and watch. I don't think because I, I don't believe it's uh, saved anywhere. Actually, I, yeah, actually, actually, yeah, I was just gonna say. Actually, it might, it might actually, it might even be on YouTube now that I think about it. I don't it, know so. if it's on YouTube, but I know it's in the drive. Uh, oh, okay. I was looking for something not too terribly long ago. Uh, it was when you said there's a I was like, where can I get the password for something? And you're like, it's in the drive. And I'm like, where? And I'm looking mm-hmm. through everything. And there's a folder. There it is. Tournament commentary. And I think that's it because it says go mode tournament game something. Uh, I'm remembering now. What, game so one, Axial and Axial's I, audio. So y'all like recorded yeah. it locally. Yes, we recorded just like we do with the podcast. We each recorded our own audio and then we went to Twitch afterwards and ripped them. And then I think 
I think there was an attempt to make like a restream out of it. I don't know if that ever happened or not. If it exists, I'll link it. If all the parts are available to create it, maybe I'll slap it together. Maybe. I don't know. We'll see. No promises. But um, yeah, that that was a fun one. Sounds like fun at least. Yeah. Um, Cool. I have have some wrap up news real fast. Okay. So yeah. Herf wasn't sure. We're going to backtrack all the way to segment one. Herf wasn't sure if Dunka had entered the stuff for group B. I have to say it's pretty current because a race just ended and the sheet is updated. So there you go. (laughs) (laughs) I wish. So we're like what one race away from having this finalized. Looks like it. Yeah. Yeah. Dang. I wish we could. I wish we could report on it, but we're going to. It's just going to miss the uh, the press deadline just a little bit. Yeah. Um, okay, so we're all on Twitch, twitch.tv slash tip underscore is me. Danty with three A's is Danty. Herfy Durfy is Herf. Um, we're on the Twitter at Go Mode Podcast. We're also on Discord. You already know about all that. We're on Twitch, we're on YouTube, and now we're on Patreon. So uh, if you want access to some exclusive content, you can uh, subscribe there. We're doing a monthly newsletter. The first one is already out. Uh, and as far as what it's about, I'm not going to tell you because I want you to go sign up for the Patreon and, and read it there. Wow. Um, <laughs> that's right. Jibated. That's right. That's 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 how you uh, bring in the big bucks, boys. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, no, seriously. I mean, if you're curious, here's what I would do. Wait about 12 months and then sign up and then read 12 of them and then cancel that same month. And, you know, that's totally fine. <laughs> I do that all the time. I would encourage others to do that if that's what you want to do. Uh, but yeah, we have the monthly newsletters and then we're also releasing past episode outlines. Um, so there's two of those out already. And then one will come out the day that this episode releases. And it's been fun going through those and commenting on them. And we used to color code those. I actually didn't remember that until just recently. <laughs> uh, we had them color coded for like who was supposed to talk when and stuff, which is kind of funny. But uh, so, yeah, check those out if you're interested. Again, that is uh, patreon.com slash go mode podcast. So check it out. Uh, you can leave a review for us on iTunes as well. That's still super helpful. We really appreciate that. And if you don't want to like be a recurring donor with the whole Patreon thing, if you just want to throw us a couple bucks, like one time to say like, Hey, keep up the good work or whatever, go get a new logo. <laughs> uh, then you, we still have the uh, PayPal as well. So, uh, with that, I think we are finished here. So, um, let me go ahead and reach into my book bag of holding and see what I can find in. Okay. There's a book. No, we don't need that. Uh, let's see. Hookshot. Whoa. Careful. Don't want to prick ourselves on that. Oh, here we go. Mirror. Let's go ahead and mirror out. 